Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to the Showing Up to Life podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Art Burns, and I'm really, really excited to be here with you this morning. Uh, it's the morning for me. I don't know what time you're watching this video or listening to this podcast, but it's the morning for me, and it's a Sunday morning. And it's a, um, you know, even though my schedule has changed, uh, you know, for all of you who are new to the podcast and YouTube channel, you, you don't know this, but uh, about a couple of months ago, two or three months ago, I switched my schedule um, because I, I was just working seven days a week. And, and I know from experience that working seven days a week, while it feels okay in the short term, it feels like, you know, I can handle this. It's necessary. I'm just going to do this, right? It never really works out. And, and the trouble is that, you know, we can, we can push through things with adrenaline, right? And with, with just, you know, just fortitude, just, you know, kind of make ourselves do it, right? But the burnout will come at some point, right? It is just unavoidable. I mean, if you're working, if you just have no time away from whatever it is you're doing for work, it's just not sustainable, right? And so I know this. And so I'm, and I know this because at one point, I mean, I, <laughs> I could tell you that uh, very honestly, when my son was born um, a little over 10 years ago now, so, so it would be right now, 10 years ago, I would be in the midst of working, I think it was seven months, maybe five months, seven days a week for five months. And I'm not talking about easy. I'm talking about like 16 hour days. It was, and it was, I owned a restaurant, you know, it was just like, you had to just be there. Like there was no, because the, the person who would work when I wasn't working was my wife. Right. But she was, you know, <laughs> breastfeeding and, and, you know, taking care of and attuning and attaching to my young son who had just been born. So that was too important. Like that was her job. Right. So I found myself for like it was like five months, I think, five and a half months before I hired somebody who was like, OK, I trust this person <laughs> that I can be gone for like a couple of days here, you know, here and there. Um, actually, no, that's not true. After like five months, I just I, I burnt out and I said, we got to close one day a week. <laughs> and that's what we did for a while. Until then, uh, about six months after that, finally, I had some a crew that I could, you know, trust and like not be there every day. That's how it went down. <laughs> and so, so I know from from experience that that's not good. So I've changed my schedule. I know this is a very long walk for this very simple sandwich I'm going to serve you with this story. But, um, but, <laughs> but the idea is that you know I switch my schedule so that I work you know Wednesday through Sunday now, and I take Monday and Tuesday off. It's just a day, just two days to kind of clear my head. I still do my TikTok videos because those are so short and just like spur of the moment, kind of just do it. Um, whereas this takes a setup. I mean, I got lights, I got the mic, I got the the whole thing. I got to post to three different platforms, and it's 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 a whole it's a process, you know. So so I needed time off of that, right? So that's what I do now. The point of this very long winded explanation is that. Sunday morning still feels like Sunday morning, even though it's my Friday, right? Even though it's my day that it's, you know, like this is the end of my week, right? Quote unquote, end of the week, whatever that means even, <laughs> you know, because week doesn't really end. It just kind of folds into each other. You know, it's like an octave on a scale, right? The the first note is the, or the last note of this one is the first note of the next one, right? That's kind of how weeks work anyway. But, <laughs> um, but we do have this sense of like the weekend, right? And, and, and the, there's this time where it's like the, the week is over and you, ah, you know, 
But Sunday morning has such a special feeling to it. It really does. So I've spent like, I, you know, I have this whole schedule that I've written myself and my whole time blocking system of what I'm going to do, you know, in the mornings and how I'm going to organize my work day. And, and today is one of those days, you know, but I just found myself this morning, you know, just having tea, you know, just wanting to sit and read for a little while. I, I, I cleaned up a little, you know, I cleaned some of my office. I had like a little clutter over there in the corner that I had to clean up. So I did that. And then I, I cleaned like some kitchen stuff upstairs. I did some plant work and, you know, Sunday morning vibes, you know, it's so, so I don't know. It's so incredible how that happens. But but anyway, and that just speaks to the conditioning that we have, right? Because because Sunday morning, like nature doesn't know today's Sunday, right? Like like if you look at a you know if you go, I'm in Colorado, so if we go find a mountain lion, that mountain lion doesn't know it's Sunday. <laughs> Right? All it knows is it's hungry and it's going to eat us. That's it. You know? All right. So, so like, and the same thing with the bears, right? Like, they don't know it's Sunday. They don't care that it's Sunday. All they know is that it's it's the light hours. It's the warm weather. Although a lot of these animals right now are starting to feel that, okay, the days are starting to shorten and the, the air is getting a little crisper in the morning. It's time for me to start fattening up because, you know, winter's coming, right? That's all the nature knows. They don't know from Sunday, from Tuesday, from Saturday, from whatever, right? But yet we have this conditioning that we've we put ourselves into. And now this isn't just in my lifespan, right? This includes, you know, what my parents were, you know, taught and what their parents and their parents and their parents, right? Our nervous systems are handed down one generation after another, after another, after another. So we there truly is a line between us. That, that connects us. And, and that's pretty intense. Um, and so, yeah, so, so generations of, of Sunday morning, you know, vibes, you know, here I am. <laughs> but anyway, um, today I do not have a, uh, a, you know, a sweet segue into what we're going to talk about from this. I don't know what made me think about Sunday morning uh, versus Friday morning versus whatever. But anyway, <laughs> let's get into today's topic. Um, I want you to know, first of all, again, I mean, I always say this, but I want you to know how much I value you. Okay, just want you to know that you, you right there sitting there with your headphones on or not, or, or watching a screen or not, or with your eyes closed, who you sitting there listening to this, I'm talking directly to you and I appreciate you so much. I really do. And I'm so glad that you're in this world. I really am. I'm so glad that all of us are in this world. And I'm so glad to feel the connection that I feel to all of you, even though I don't know you. I've never seen you before. I don't know who you are, what you're all about, or, or where life has taken you, or where life will take you from here. I don't know any of this. But what I do know is that you're a human being, and like every other human being, you have, you know, you, you, you suffer sometimes. You want not to suffer. You seek to be happy. You seek to feel loved. You seek to be well. You seek to be healthy. You seek to feel good. You seek to be forgiven and to forgive. Even if you don't know it, <laughs> that's what you do seek. And, and, and I am all those things too. And so you and I are not different from each other. You and I are very much connected to each other. We're simply different versions of the same thing is all we are. 
And I want you to know that I, I honor that connection that I have to every single one of you. And that's why I come here every day, right? Because if I can, if I can help you, if the, the, you, the version of me that is you, if I can help you to, to feel like I do, that's what I want to do because I feel good these days, mostly. There's days where I don't, of course. I told you last week I had a day where I had a total trauma response and like threw one of my plants on the floor. It was like, it was incredible. Like I, I, I felt like I was losing my mind. I hadn't felt like that in, in years, but it happens, right? So we're not perfect, but, but what we are is we're working on ourselves, right? That's why you're here. And, and I've worked on myself. And so if I can help you to work on yourself by telling you how I've worked on myself, well, then that's what we're here for. And so I thank you again for being here. Really, thank you. And so today, I wanted to talk about emotions, right? As you know, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I told you uh, when I came back after my two-week vacation, which still feels like so good, um, uh, I, I, I told you about a... Um, uh, that, that I'm doing some social media work and, and specifically on TikTok, right? Which on TikTok, I can share it to Instagram automatically. And from Instagram, it automatically shares to Facebook, which is pretty cool. And so, um, so, so I do one video and it gets shared to three different things, which is really, really great. And it's a, 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 well, I do two different videos every day on TikTok. I do one that is just a standard video, kind of like what we're doing here, right? But I'll, I'll usually like kind of condense today's subject into like a one minute soundbite. That's the thing about TikTok videos. By the way, pardon my thumb here. I got this big band-aid on here. I cut my thumb cleaning my knife last night. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I'm telling my son every day. I took my son last week to get a new knife, his first knife. Well, second one. He got one when he was really little, but you know, this was like, you know, 10 years old, gonna go to went to the Army Navy store and they have hundreds of knives and he checked out every single one of them. And so I'm telling him how careful you gotta be, how much you gotta honor the the, the respect it and everything. And here I am. <laughs> So anyway, back to my TikTok. So I do that one video that's basically like condensed version of what I talk about here. And then I do another that's a, and you might like this. You might want to join me on this because it's, and it's, again, it's on Instagram and also on Facebook. If you go to my Art Burns coaching page, you can find these there too. I do a daily mindfulness break. And so all it is, it's a, TikTok gives you the option of three different time video, uh, time duration videos, right? So it's either 15 seconds, it's a 60 seconds, or it's three minutes. And so when I do the three minute, when I do the daily, uh, meditation, daily mindfulness break, it's basically a three minute meditation. So you might want to join me there. So anyway, the reason I'm telling you this is because there's a lot of people on Facebook, on, on LinkedIn, talking about mental health issues and, and talking about, you know, trauma, especially there's a whole community there of, of you know, you know, the hashtag CPTSD, huge, you know, same on Instagram, lots of people, which is really encouraging, right, to see that people are, you know, kind of paying attention to their mental health, you know, in ways that I did not when I was young. Right when I was in my twenties, it was just like, yeah, mental health is a cold beer, right, and a smoking joint. That's what mental health, you know, that's what therapy is, you know, which of course was terrible, very maladaptive, very damaging, but that's the way it was, right? And so, so now I, it's so gratifying to see these young people like really showing up with their mental health issues and really working on it and being public about it. It's really quite beautiful to see this, you know. But yesterday, 
I happened to stumble upon a, a person that I hadn't seen before. He popped up on my feed for whatever reason, for, for, whatever, for whatever algorithmic reason. Um, and he seems like a great guy. You know, he's got this great mellow vibe and he's, he's, uh, his hashtags are all about Zen and Buddhism and uh, Be Here Now, which is the book by Ram Dass. Um, you know, and, and he's, he's definitely got a good vibe and it's definitely mellow and stuff. It feels good. You know, I was like, all right, I like this guy, you know. And so yesterday I watched his, you know, the video that I saw and actually the one that kind of the first one I think I saw. And I checked out a few others to see what else he was talking about, because this first one. Uh, now, I'm not going to blow him up. Right. I'm, I would never do that. Now, on TikTok, you can, though. It's kind of crazy. Right. You can do duets with people, although the, per the original creator has to allow that to happen. But if it does, you basically record something where their videos on this side, and you can basically chop it apart. You know, now I make all of my videos um, duetable and stitchable. It's another thing that they can do. I don't know how that works, but anyway, um, I would never do that to somebody else's video, right? And no matter how I felt about it, I just would not do that. And, and that's something that I've grown to. Now, even five years ago, I would have. Right? I would have jumped in and said, no, you're wrong. Blah, blah, blah. You know, or at least in the comments, right? I don't do that anymore. And I will not. There's nothing that could make me do that to somebody else. I might do it something privately. You know, if I felt like I could help this person, and I'm considering doing that, with this, right? But, you know, I, I might reach out privately to somebody to say, hey, I would just like to let you know that I happen to know this thing and, you know, what you said the other day and blah, 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 blah. You know, I could maybe do something like that, but never publicly. Never. I would never do that. And it's not being afraid of somebody doing it to me. I honestly don't care if somebody does that to me either. I'm, I'm past that point of, of, you know, identification with it. So, so it's okay, right? But I just wouldn't do it out of a sense of compassion, right? I just wouldn't, it just wouldn't serve my purpose, right? So I'm going to tell you about it. <laughs> well, it, it, you know, I'm not telling you about this guy, I and mean, that's not the point. But, but I wanted, it brought up something that's really important, right? So what the guy was talking about was, and some of it was really very valid and very true, right? But what he was talking about is the, the, the idea that we can we can relabel the emotions that we're feeling to be more positive, right? So what, what his premise was based on, the whole, you know, the initial thing that he said in the video, right, or, or the example he used, I should say, is that, and this is true, right? The physical sensation, the physical manifestation of anxiety right, which is an elevated heart rate, which is a raised blood pressure, which is a, you know, maybe in a shortness of breath as you're breathing with your chest, trying to get oxygen into your body because you're afraid of something, right? Various other things that might be going on physically, right? But those are the ones that he named, really, was the, the heart rate and, the, and the, uh, the, the blood pressure. I don't remember what else, but it's a couple of things like that. Physical, those are manifestations of the emotion, right? So those things that you feel with anxiety, you also feel those things with excitement, with love, right? And that's true, right? That's a very true statement. And there is some value in understanding that, okay? Because it's, it's, it's important to have that awareness that the same feeling goes on, right? But here's the problem is that, you know, 
when you, you, you know, because he was approaching it in the sense, and again, I'm not just criticizing, this is not just this guy. A, a lot of people kind of, you know, you hear the term toxic positivity, right? Well, this is what toxic positivity is kind of all about, right? So the idea that, you know, if I only feel positive emotions, and, and a lot of times, you know, if you've heard of like The Secret, and now there's another book called The Magic, which is by the secret people, whatever, you know, this idea of manifestation in our lives, right? The concept often sort of flows towards an idea that, that if, we, if we feel positive emotions, right, like all the time, and we, and we raise our, our vibrational frequency through positive emotions, which is, again, that's a true thing, right? When we're, when we're in a positive state of emotion, then yeah, our bodies are vibrating at a, a different frequency. Yes, that's true, right? And the idea is that that will attract the things that we want in our lives. I get that. Okay, and maybe that is even true, right? The thing is, <laughs> right, that by doing that, we miss out on such important benefits that our emotions have to offer us, right? Now, a lot of times, you know, when you hear the idea of, of a positive emotion versus a negative emotion, right, a lot of times people, you know, even just hearing those words, your, your mind and your brain are likely to jump to the idea of good emotions being positive and bad emotions being negative. This is where we go wrong, okay? This is where we get confused and we get off track. On, on how we work with our emotions, right? Because the, 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 the positive emotions and the negative emotions are both serving a purpose, a very important purpose, a very valuable purpose. So, so the way I like to look at it is instead of seeing positive and negative emotions as good or bad emotions, I like to look at them as positive and negative in the context of like a battery, right? Like a battery has a positive terminal and a negative terminal. The way electricity works, you need both, right? You cannot have a source of electricity that only has the one thing, right? And I don't know, I don't understand electricity enough to tell you how it all works, but you could look up on YouTube and figure out in two seconds, I'm sure. But the idea is that we need both. That much I know, right? That's why all plugs have two prongs. That's why, you know, every car battery has two things. Every, uh, you know, even I thought I had a double A battery sitting on my desk here. I usually do for some reason. It feels like there's always a battery lying around. But, you know, they have a, a, a little nub on one end and a flat end on the other. They have a little plus and a little minus, right? Because that's how electricity works, right? So you cannot function, right? The, like the light will not go on. The phone will not charge. The car will not start if you do not have positive and negative energy, okay? This is how the emotions work, okay? Because the positive emotions happiness, love, excitement, lust, attraction, um, uh, uh, hunger, thirst, I guess those are emotions. I, you, know, you, you, you know, whatever emotions are on the positive end of that spectrum, those are the emotions that are drawing you towards something, pushing you towards something. When you love something, you go towards it. When you lust for something, you go towards it. You try to get it. You try to get into contact with it. 
right? And then the, the negative emotions, the emotions on the negative side of that spectrum, on the negative side of that center line in the spectrum, those are things like fear, jealousy, um, rage, uh, you know, guilt, shame. Those are all things that we're, we're shying away from. Those are all things that are driving us away from something, right? The negative polarity. And this happens with a magnet, right? Like if you have two magnets, you know, if you flip them a certain way, you know, they'll snap together. And if you flip them the other way, they'll push each other apart. It's the same thing. Right? And as Barbara Friedrichsen says in one of her amazing TED Talks, which I just, oh gosh, I love this woman. <laughs> anyway, um, one thing she says is that, is that the negative emotions are like the keel on a sailboat. Right, so every sailboat, right, what you don't see under the water, right? So, so in her analogy, everything above the waterline, right, the 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 beautiful hull of the boat, the beautiful deck of the boat, where everybody gets to sit and hang out and have a good time, and then the big beautiful sail and the mass and all this powerful stuff that propels us, that that makes us makes the boat go, right? All of that stuff, right? That's the positive emotions, right? But underneath the boat, there's a deep keel. Doesn't go as down as far as the mass goes up, not even close, maybe about a third of the way, right? But the idea is that without that keel, the sailboat's just going to be pushed side to side with the wind. The, the boat cannot control itself, right? The same thing could be true, could be said about, you know, the, the fact of, you know, the negative, you know, we see the positive against the negative, right? Like you cannot see light if there is no dark, right? You cannot technically feel pleasure if you've never felt pain, right? And so, so the negative emotions, like the keel of a boat, they're the things that allow us to sort of have this tension in our life against which we can become happy, right? But not only that, if we're, if we're eschewing all of our negative emotions, right, what we're doing then is we're, we're, we're also eschewing emotional intelligence, Right? Because, because while it's true that anxiety and, and excitement feel, yes, feel very much the same in the sense that you get that fluttering heart and that, you know, you feel jumpy energy and all that kind of stuff, right? Well, the same could be true of anxiety to anger or anxiety to, to fear or, well, anxiety is fear kind of, you know, anxiety to, to jealousy, to rage, to, to any of these others, the, the same physiological thing happens, right? So if we're, if we're blocking that out, then what we don't do is we don't learn those subtle differences and we don't, we then cannot discern between the, you know, anger and anxiety, right? Because they're very subtle differences in how we feel in those things. And the more that we allow those things to come in, then we can learn about them. And then not only are we now learning about ourselves, which allows us to regulate ourselves, which is very important, as you know, from listening to any of this work that I do, but also the more I understand my own emotions, the more I'm going to understand the resonance with your emotions, so this is where we get to the point where, you know, wow, I thought you were angry when we first started talking, but now I realize, are you really sad about something? You feel like you're sad to me. Can I give you a hug? Do you, do you want to talk about something? 
Because here I was ready to defend. I thought you were angry at me. Or just angry in general, whether it's me or not. But I thought you were angry. So I was, I was, I was afraid. I was, I was like backing off. I was ready to defend myself. But now I realize that you, you might be sad. And, you know, what I'm feeling inside of me right now feels like maybe you're sad. So can we, can I help you? Can I comfort you in some way? Now, this is something that we will lose out on. We'll, we'll not even have the option to do this if we're not. So, so the idea is not to shut out the negative emotions, right? But the idea is instead to experience the negative emotions. But this is the important part without judgment, experience it. Now that's where the guy has a, has a real good point, right? Experience that it's just something that's happening to my body, right? So the fact that I'm feeling anxiety is not a bad thing, right? It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just what is in this moment. And I can experience this without identifying. I don't have to fear the fear, right? I don't have to, you know, allow myself to become, you know, a victim of this thing, or I don't have to let myself become, you know, swept up by this thing. I can instead stand here and allow it to come through me and allow it to just pass. Just like I did the other day when I had my terrible, um, you know, reaction to, you know, my trauma response that came, you know, frankly, feel, felt like it came out of nowhere. But, it, you know, of course, I can trace back and see what the triggers were. But but the thing is though, that, that, you know, I didn't say, oh, this is terrible. This is awful. You know, I'm not doing my podcast. I might as well jump off a bridge. You know, I didn't do any of that. Instead, I just allowed myself to experience it. And I tried to do damage control, right? I tried not to break too many things. I still had to do three meetings that day with, you know, I had two clients and a, and a group and I still went through it, you know, because it was okay for me to lead a meditation while I was feeling this way. It was okay. Not perfect. It's not wonderful. It's not the way I want to do it. But it's okay if I do. And you know what? After that meditation, one of the people who comes every single week, one of them says, says that was the best one yet or something like that. She loved it. <laughs> right? So when I think like I'm, I'm in the worst state and I thought about canceling it, believe me, I thought about canceling it, but I can't. I mean, that's not fair. People are, people are showing up to this thing expecting, you know, they, they're showing up because they need something here, you know? And I can't let them down. My, my, my heart won't let me let them down, you know? So even though I did think about it, you know, and I did call off other things, there are things that, I, like, I didn't do my podcast that day. I didn't do my TikTok video that day. I, either of them. <laughs> I didn't, you know, there, there were lots of things that I didn't do that I normally would have done. You know, I think I, you know, took the kids to a drive-through for, for dinner because I was like, uh-uh, not doing it tonight, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, right? But, you know, <laughs> we get through, right? And the way that we get through, though, right? Because if I, if I sat there and I fought the, the negative feelings, if I fought the negative emotions, then I'd probably still be in it today, you know, sick five days later. <clears throat> Pardon me. 
I'd probably still be grappling with it today. And that's not an exaggeration. But in this way, I was essentially out of it in the same day. I mean, still was lingering, still had some like, oh gosh, that was confusing. What happened? You know, like, did anybody get the license plate of that thing that ran me over yesterday? You know, that kind of thing. The next couple of days were a little shaky, but I was essentially out of it. I was able to function, right? That's the thing, right? That's what we're looking for, right? To be able to function, to be able to show up. And we can do that even if we're experiencing negative emotions is my point. And the way we do it when we're experiencing negative emotions is to experience those negative emotions not as something bad, not as the absence of something good, just is what it is. That's it. All right, folks. Hope you enjoy this today. Um, I hope uh, I hope you benefit from it. And I hope you, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And so, yeah, go check me out on TikTok if you want. Uh, it's under Art Mindful, Art underscore Mindful, I believe is my tag on there, my handle. Um, check it out. Yeah, it's every day I do these little videos, so it's fun. Uh, and other than that, I'll be back for, in a couple days. Take a couple days off here. Um, I don't anticipate not being here on Wednesday, so <laughs> we'll see. Um, but, you know, who knows what's going to happen, right? The other thing, pardon me before I go, um, the other thing that's really ultra important with, um, with regards to the negative emotions versus positive emotions is that when we're experiencing negative emotions, that is when it is more important than ever, more important than ever to show yourself self-compassion, to practice it with all you got. Like, like Scotty and Captain Kirk, give it all she's got, Captain. With the self-compassion, that's going to really help you to get through those difficult times of negative emotions, especially when they, the more overwhelming they become, the more self-compassion you give yourself. That's how it works. All right. So if you want any more help on this, you know, you know how to get me. Okay. I got, I got a link right there and you have a coaching uh, uh, session wait, waiting for you. It's on ice waiting for you. All you got to do is come and get it. All right, everybody. I wish you well. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.